Hello everyone, it's Jules and welcome to the second episode of Ramble with Jules. So, this episode is going to be a slightly, not controversial, but tricky topic compared to last week. I feel like the astrology episode is going to probably be the only light-hearted episode in this podcast, but today I'm going to be talking about council culture. I don't think anything I'm going to say is particularly revolutionary, like I'm sure things I'm about to say you've heard before in this discourse. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to say anything controversial either, I don't think. Um, But I'm sure you all know and agree to some extent, maybe some of you don't, that there definitely are problematic and worrying elements of council culture. Because the thing is, we're none of us are perfect, none of us are born woke, so to speak. And this is like a thing I'm going to bring up a lot in this podcast, but all of us are problematic and toxic to some extent, and we can't demand purity from other people. Um, obviously, don't get me wrong, there are levels to that, but yeah that's going to be the thing that i'm gonna kind of drive forward throughout this podcast um monroe bergdorf the um model and activist she said in a fairly recent interview um last year that council culture can exist in the echo chamber of ego and that is something i definitely agree with it can be this kind of pointing shouting game being like you're wrong you're problematic rather than i don't know actually thinking critically about the situation and thinking sort of deeply about um the situation at hand and yeah it just again this isn't revolutionary you've probably heard this a million times but it can go into the territory of being really black and white um and and kind of self-righteous as well with the kind of pointing thing and like i'm thinking of this of a tiktoker in particular she comes up on my for you page quite a lot i'm not going to mention her name because i don't want to get into that and some of the stuff like she's done i really like and i've agreed with and Obviously, I haven't watched every single video of hers because I don't follow her. But with this girl in particular, she kind of... She kind of A, shows the problems of council culture. B, kind of has that kind of naivety of like Gen Z kind of activism. And I don't think the activism in her account comes from a very healthy or kind of helpful kind of place it kind of feels like an angry person trying to kind of i don't know kind of going against the world that has done her wrong and don't get me wrong i'm not saying in any shape or form that activism has to be palatable and there's a lot to be angry about in this world like what's going on in palestine police brutality you know anger is a very powerful tool and like 
emotion to use in activism but I just I don't know there's always this very kind of defensive kind of air in some of her videos and I kind of feel like she she kind of has this kind of mindset that anyone that disagrees with her or like is against her or is a bigot and I just and some of the things that she doesn't like agree with I don't think are controversial opinions at all um but of course I could be wrong I haven't seen again haven't seen or watched every video of hers and a point I kind of want to bring up again not revolutionary I'm sure you've heard this before but not everybody that thinks differently to you or that isn't as woke as you are is a bigot like I do think sometimes and even though this isn't necessarily excuse like issues with education like um, the environment they grow up, up in can really be barriers in understanding kind of what is the right thing to say and unfortunately people can kind of misstep in that way not that of course it excuses it um, this is kind of a bit of a maybe kind of like a slightly dark thing to say um, but of course this isn't always the case but I find that a lot of like autistic like white men are kind of the targets for like alt-right groups and it's kind of like prey like preying on that kind of black and white kind of thinking that can sometimes happen with some emphasis on some like autistic men and so yeah not everybody is a bigot and what um something that comes to mind is the first ever queer eye episode um the if you don't know the show it's basically these group of gay men like one of them is a stylist one of them does stuff with like hair and beauty the other one does something with decor and they kind of transform people's lives and the first ever episode was this guy from the south and a very kind of manly middle-aged guy like with a bushy beard and he was like very charming very like cute and kind of cheerful but i i'm not gonna lie i did feel quite tense with the fact that he was from the south and very masculine and i kind of was like how is he going to be around these um these you know quite camp gay men and they got on really well but there was this one moment when they were in the car i don't remember the names of the people they were with and one of the guys mentioned his husband and this southern guy was like oh which one of you like wears the pants in the marriage and it is it's a very cringy comment obviously i was a bit like and yeah the guys there were like that as well and the the guy who he was talking about his husband kind of very calmly explained to him like that's a very like stereotypical thing to say please don't say that about um gay marriages it just enforces a lot of like very gendered and negative stereotypes and um kind of implying that gay men are like sissies or whatever and yeah i i, I will kind of say though i don't think 
I do understand that educating people is exhausting. I think a lot of like minorities should protect their energy and they shouldn't be expected to explain things for other people that don't know better. But I think sometimes in cases where it's very clear, like a slightly offhand comment or statement is coming from a place of um, of ignorance rather than malice I think sometimes it, I think it is okay to just sit down and explain to them calmly what they did was wrong and so then they can walk away knowing that okay what I did and said was wrong and now I know better and I can walk away trying to do better and I just think that's more productive use of time and solving the problem and rather than kind of yeah the kind of yelling and kind of pointing fingers at people um because I think that kind of that kind of response makes people very like defensive and clam up and they like ready to fight you back basically rather than having like a like a calm collected conversation understanding each other so I will say though that this only applies to people applies to situations where it's coming from a place of ignorance not malice I'm not talking you know anything that's really hateful or offensive then of course ever response you have is valid um, another thing so I this might be the only thing that is slightly controversial I might say I do for the most part subscribe to separating the art from the artist depending on what is done though like I'm not going to like I'm not going to watch a Roman Polanski film or you know a Woody Allen film but I just the topic of Harry Potter has kind of come up for me like I do not support JK Rowling's views I think the thing she said is very harmful and disgusting and it's probably contributed to policies against trans people in this country and how very sneakily in this past year in the pandemic they're sliding in all these laws that are very discriminatory and it is it is very complicated with the issue of harry potter because i get i do understand why people would boycott harry potter because it is attached to jk rowling's name and she does profit from a lot of the franchise but it's hard i i don't think it's realistic that no one will ever read the books again no one will ever watch the films again and i understand why i think a lot of like lgbtq plus people have felt very betrayed by jk rowling's actions but at the same time before we knew her kind of views i think it was kind of even for a lot of lgbtq plus people marginalized people because i guess with harry and his friends and people at hogwarts he's kind of found family basically in the series um what i think is more productive is doing something like disney plus is doing so with the older kind of films which had like offensive like racist material they put a disclaimer like for 10 seconds explaining that 
these are not the views that we hold now but it was a very different time like it's not it wasn't okay then it's not okay now i really really like that line some people have gone all up in arms about it got really angry about it even though it's literally 10 seconds and it's not like they've removed the film from the service but i do think maybe something along those lines in harry potter like a little disclaimer maybe in the front of the book or at the beginning of the films just to kind of separate themselves from um jk rowling to some extent and i just i do not think it's helpful like criticizing or getting angry at people who still are loyal to the franchise and still read the books still watch the films whilst knowing her her views because i do think no piece of art is going to be pure there's always going to be something wrong or impure about it and we're just gonna go crazy kind of i don't know i don't know getting too caught up in it and so i think it's more it's more kind of helpful just thinking critically about the work and acknowledging what um, the creator might have done whilst reading or consuming that um that piece of work um because that because i did english literature at university and that did come up quite a few times i think often if like like charles dickens was a horrible man and i think if there was a particularly horrible or controversial writer that would come up in seminars and we'd discuss that and how that could impact the work um it's it's totally fine if you disagree with me but this is that's my opinion basically um and also i do think people get cancelled for very stupid reasons well not well yeah quite stupid reasons or um or the reaction is very disproportionate to what has actually happened i can't really think of the top of my head recently anything where someone got cancelled for a stupid reason um because <laughs> well most people are actually committing crimes so they actually need to be well cancelled um but a thing that comes to mind which is quite recent is the demi lovato froyo gate um so basically um if you don't know what happened um Demi Lovato, she did suffer with an eating disorder, if you don't know, and still obviously struggles with it, as most people do. And she went to this frozen yoghurt place and they had the yoghurt labelled as sugar-free, gluten-free. And she got very in, um, infuriated and she thought it was like a diet culture thing, when really it was to cater to people that have health problems like having diabetes having you know celiac disease and she just got she just basically attacked this small business and was like apparently has been really horrible like behind the scenes to the um to the the shop and i saw i saw a little bit of her apology video on instagram it was very um i'm sorry you felt that way but i'm entitled to do what i want it was it was a very insincere apology 
and I do think Demi Lovato is being very out of order, very entitled, and she needs to realise that the world is not going to cater to her triggers. Like the world is a very triggering place as it is, and unfortunately, you kind of have to navigate it and deal with that in your own way. Like you. Um, your individual triggers are not anyone else's uh, responsibilities. I probably will do an episode expanding on that a little bit. Keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah, I don't think what Demi did was great. Um, but I don't know. It's not... I'm not entirely sure how cancelable it is. I don't know. Well, she did go after a small business owner, which is not okay. Um... But I do, in some ways, I feel like I was a little bit more kind of in the middle to other people who are really angry at her because I did kind of sympathise with her because obviously she's been through a lot. Not that it excuses anything, of course, but she has been through a lot and, you know, I, I do feel kind of quite sorry for her in that sense. And, you know, it's a redeemable thing. She just needs to, she needs to go to therapy, get help learn to navigate her triggers and well apologize to that small business owner and just be more mindful in the future like it's not it's not that like people have done worse basically um and yeah well also something else because obviously with the pandemic there were <laughs> a few influencers breaking lockdown like going to dubai for work reasons um and yeah i feel like it was the first time like in the uk beauty space um in youtube that we actually had like scandals and um because uh who was it? it was madison sarah hannah renee and um rachel rachel leary who had that new year's party after after they said they were having a quiet night in and there was another tiktoker um i don't know remember what her name is but she went to dubai and i'm not sure how people dealt with um hannah rachel and madison i'm not really sure if people went too far but with the tiktok girl um after her apology video she sent out another video and she was like a lot of people have been sending me death threats like please stop like i've said sorry there's nothing else i can do now i think that is absolutely ridiculous and like really abusive and fucked up like what all of them did was wrong it was irresponsible and illegal well the dubai thing was kind of a like a loophole thing um but it they did not deserve that kind of reaction like that is too far and that's the thing with the whole gen i don't know kind of the especially with gen z kind of younger people getting into council culture it can come from a very unhealthy place of i don't know i don't want to sound patronizing because to be honest i've been there as well like like i'm not um innocent of that as well but it's these young people that are clearly like not happy and in a bad place and just lashing out at people and just want to like take out all the anger on the world it's not healthy and conducive like please i hope none of 
no one listening to this has ever done that but if you have recently please just just grow out of it it's it's not okay and very very unhealthy um yeah that's the thing council culture it can teeter on to a very dangerous territory i guess kind of well i'm going to go into this a little bit more later but i guess kind of with the bi sisters james charles scandal like i don't think james was lying when he said he felt suicidal um because that must have been a really horrible feeling knowing that everybody hates you and is against you and all these allegations even though what he has done is wrong and i'll get i'll i'll go into that um so i think well my stance is it's more about accountability culture like monroe bergdorf said not council culture you know like say like if someone did like an offensive tweet years ago if they were like an adult at the time that's a different that is kind of a different story but if they were like young or teenager obviously it's still not great and it still begs the question like why did you have those views even at that age but uh, i think we can't people can change basically and people deserve redemption to some extent and you know again we weren't all born woke we're all going to mess up like all of us have said done thought something that is a little bit controversial or problematic and we all have the opportunity to grow and change our minds and people should well most people should be given a second chance however if a previously or currently problematic person refuses to change their actions and continues being problematic then that's a different that is a completely different conversation a uh, jeffree star oh my god like how is he not cancelled how was he never demonetized with all the stuff he's done like i don't understand it like that and how he still has supporters people buying his makeup like i know he's not doing as well as he used to but oh my god like i just can't believe people still watch him after everything and also i do find there has been a recent sort of thing i kind of felt like rachel leary and madison sarah did this a little bit where if an influencer or celebrity has actually like they've done something wrong it might not be like oh my god like really awful and instead of actually apologizing and holding themselves accountable they kind of gaslight their following and kind of pull the mental health and suicide card it's i think it's very sinister this kind of threat like oh if you hold me accountable for something wrong i've done i'm going to like be pushed into suicide i think that is i really hate how that's kind of popping up recently i think it's so sick and twisted um because <laughs> On one hand, yes, of course, knowing that the whole, again, like with the James Charles thing, yes, knowing the whole world hates you, it must be a horrible feeling, but it's not, still not an excuse. And 
Yeah, I'm going to expand on James Charles a little bit. Uh, very, very sinister things going on there. I mean, in case you don't know, or somehow don't know what the recent scandal is, he has admitted to texting um, and sending inappropriate pictures to underage boys. And I don't know, it just is clear that things like this have been happening for years and loads of people have known this and Tati and unfortunately Jeffree Star were probably probably right about what they were saying but obviously it being Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson who aren't particularly like themselves that kind of made it easier for James Charles to get let off um yeah I just I do think James Charles was being quite manipulative and he kind of well with the when I first heard about the allegations this year about the recent scandal I I, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt especially after the bi sisters thing and from my point of view it kind of felt like oh these are straight boys who are tr who are homophobic they're trying to paint James out as a creepy predator and even though it genuinely does not excuse homophobia I do feel like James Charles kind of played on the fact that oh like gay men have been stereotyped to be predators for such a long time as a kind of shield against his actual predatory behavior um you know just because you are part of a minority group if you've committed a crime if you've done something wrong you should be held accountable for it like your identity is not going to save you from that and yeah and i think because of the universe card that um james charles put pulled in no more lies i do think that um everyone was really cautious being oh my god we can't let this happen again like um, give him the benefit of doubt even though there's been so many cases and instances of him being predatory and creepy um, and I, I will stand with what I said before I think people need to be careful not to get too dark and crazy with the council culture and but and we should be calling people out but there is a line but criminal behavior should be obviously should be dealt with with the law and i'm just i'm just thinking of james charles's weird apology video last uh, last month when he was doing that weird whispering like hi sisters hi everyone and it was so weird like he framed the apology video as if he didn't disclose a sponsorship in his video or something like no james you have actually committed a crime and you've just confessed to it uh, and not be fun being funny like isn't his lawyer really pissed off with him like he's just not helping himself at the minute um with celebrities and influencers you know we all kind of say like oh don't idolize them you know they're people too no one is perfect and i really do think that is easier said than done like i i think i'm quite good at not like idolizing or standing um celebrities but 
you know, we live in a, such a horrible world. Like, we need role models. We need people to look up to and kind of inspire us. And again, with the kind of um, the bad side of cancel culture, I think activism should come from a place of inspiration and unity and bringing people together and offering a sense of hope in this world. Um, but, yeah, and I think... There's, I guess there are a few like problematic phase of mine like Cardi B oh my god the stuff she's pulled and done but I can't help but kind of admire her at the same time because she's so like candid and funny even though obviously that's not an excuse for some of the legitimately wrong things she's done I think we all have to remember that people are not just one thing like we are multifaceted and no one I, I don't know no one really knows each other to be honest like there's parts of you that you probably don't talk about or share to like your closest family or friends and obviously hopefully that wouldn't be anything like dark or like um or sinister but and so People can, I think this is something I'm going to bring up a lot in this podcast, but people can surprise you and that's not necessarily in a good way um, because I've been obsessed with um, WandaVision on Disney Plus and Paul Bettany, who plays Vision, is very attractive, um, but he, I mean, allegedly, I'm not entirely sure and I don't want to get in trouble, but allegedly years ago in 2012 um, he sent some really horrible text messages to Johnny Depp about his wife Amber Heard. I know that whole situation is very complicated I'm not going to go into it but yeah that was very heartbreaking to learn about and disappointing um, so I'm kind of I've decided let's admire and love Vision because he's a good boy he's so wholesome and just be a bit wary of Paul I think um going back to James Charles it's it's really quite scary because he does have like a young following and I think a lot of them just do not understand what he's done is wrong and that is just so scary to think about and another thing I've thought about like again thinking of like Jeffree Star and I I swear Sean Dawson's channel has been monetized again um, it kind of begs the question does cancelling even really work because again like Cardi B she's done all these like really problematic things and she keeps on coming back bouncing back and this is really really sad to say um, but I think Kevin Spacey is coming back to acting quite soon and I mean, who knows what's going to happen with James Charles, but it does kind of feel like he's going to be um, coming back. I wouldn't be surprised if he came back and everybody forgot it, even though he really sh it really should not be forgotten at all. And he should not be getting away with it just because of his money. Um, even though I do say if he does genuinely have a problem, he should probably seek help and therapy um so yeah i feel like that kind of was a little slightly some slightly dark sad moments in there um 
but the overall message is yeah accountability culture not council culture and to a certain extent give people some slack and we all have the tr- the capacity to grow and change and we should be careful how we're holding people accountable because like i've said many times in this episode i think sometimes it's not coming from a healthy place of actually wanting to hold someone accountable but instead of like being in a dark negative place and throwing our shit out on other people um so everyone just be mindful of that um let me know what you think it's totally cool if you don't agree with some of the stuff i've said um i'd love to have like an open dialogue open but respectful dialogue about this um yeah I hope you enjoyed that and I'll see you next week. Bye.